Welcome to Real Estate Business Explained. On this show, we share insights to what it really looks like to build a real estate business from the inside, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Sean, and as a coach and trainer, over the past 15 years, I've seen it all, and I wanna share what I've learned with you. So whether you're just getting started or you've already got a lot going on and you're just looking for something new, I'm confident there's gonna be something here for you. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Sean Bravanche, and today is the last day in our deep dive on appointments. I've had fun with this one, honestly. It's been kind of cool because there are so many little things that I picked up and just kind of ingrained into my process throughout the years of me screwing this up. You know, I've, I've been on so many appointments trying to convince people to list their homes with me. Literally, probably thousands and thousands of these. And I made so, so many mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. And along the way, what happened was there was this process of iteration. I'd, I'd try something, it wouldn't work. Or I'd leave and I'd think, man, if I had done blank, it would have had a different outcome maybe. So I'll do that next time, I'll see what happens. And over time, I got to the process that I've walked through over the last few episodes in the podcast. I went into detail on, on the blog. And you know, it's been really cool to kind of step back and look at it and then also look at where I am now because I still have client appointments and I, you know, they're different now and I'm still iterating. There's this constant never-ending cycle of improvement that I hope all of us have in our businesses that's really fun and exciting where you tweak and you learn and you reflect and you just look for every little opportunity that you can to improve. And there are so many important moments in a client experience with us. When they first get introduced to us, that's an important moment. We want to set a good, a good impression. When they are being served by us, we're carrying them through the process of listing and selling their home, or, or maybe they're purchasing a home with us and we're shopping, and, and the way that we carry through all of that and the interactions that we have and the systems that we take them through and our, our standards of service and the way that we respond, like all those little things create micro, micro impressions that all of them add up and create the feeling our clients have about us. But boy, oh boy, if there is ever a high octane moment in your client's life cycle with you, it is the time from when they book a meeting with you to discuss hiring you to sell their property to when they have chosen to either hire you or not. That is really where the rubber hits the road. So today what I wanna do is I wanna dig in on that. And I wanna look at every part of it and say, how can we improve? And maybe how can we add a little bit of automation? Because I promised in the title of this, this episode that we're actually gonna talk about how to automate appointments. And it's something that there is so much technology to support you with. And I just think it's cool. Like if I'm gonna geek out on anything, I wanna geek out on something that if I make a tweak and I get 10% better here and another 10% better here and another 10% better here, I'm probably gonna sell one and a half times as many properties next year because of the compounding effect of all those little improvements. It's so cool. It's not just before the appointment either. One of the things that I asked at the very beginning of the blog that I wrote on this topic was, do you sign every appointment the first time that you meet them? And the reality is that many of us might not. Now, I meet a lot of agents who say that they sign nine out of 10 of their clients in the first meeting and it only takes 45 minutes. And my experience has been that usually these agents, when I'm having these conversations with them, 
It's an agent who's either been marketed and branded to their community for 30, 40 years, and they've just got all of that momentum behind them. Good on you, that's awesome, and lucky you, that's fabulous. Or the, the flip side is it's someone who only deals with their database and their sphere, so they're coming in with a lot of trust. Me, I was like this 25-year-old kid in a marketplace with you know, anywhere from 50 to 70,000 competitors, Toronto Real Estate Board folks, largest real estate board on earth for over a decade now. And, um, and I was a cold caller. So I was out, you know, shaking trees and finding clients. And most of my clients, I had the rapport I'd built with them through follow-up and the phone and some marketing with my database, but they didn't know me. So I had a lot of appointments where it was a two-step. And what I found was that what you do before the appointment and after the appointment is hugely important. So in my last episode, I talked about my confirmation cycle. And my confirmation cycle was simple, it was four or five steps. I would finish up my call when I booked the appointment. I said, just so you know, there's a whole bunch that's gonna happen between now and when we meet. I'm gonna send you an email in the next hour, just confirming our appointment. I'll have all the details when we're meeting, where we're meeting, and, and you know, a couple things that you can look at to just know more about me before I come. And then I'm also gonna send you a physical package in the mail, so look out for that. You'll get it in the next 24 to 48 hours. And, and by the way, will you have time to look through that before I come? It's not huge. It's probably about 10 pages long and you know, it won't be too hard to go through, but I'd love if you had a chance. Would you be able to do that? Great. And also, I'm gonna be giving you a call one to two days before the appointment. Now this part's important because if I call you and I'm not able to reach you, I'll leave a message to remind you. But if you don't call me back, I'm gonna assume we're on. I will be at your house at that time which means it's really important for me that if, if you can't make the appointment, please call me back. Otherwise, I'm gonna be driving around and no one wants to do that to someone. Would you mind? Great. Now, lastly, I'm also going to send you some homework. I'm gonna ask you to do a couple things. I want you to find the most recent copy of your mortgage statement, the most recent copy of your tax bill. I would love if you could find a survey and please have a spare key ready for me. And then I carry all those things through. And this helps in so many ways. First of all, they're more likely to attend the appointment because I've reminded them not everyone's as good with their calendars as I hope you are. But also, they have a whole bunch of little steps that market me before I arrive. So I've already built a little bit of an impression with them before I walk in the door. The most important thing is something that happens subconsciously with them. And I, I built it this way to make this happen, which is I want to train them to believe that when I tell them I'm going to do something, it happens. They're trusting me an incredible amount when they list their property with me, and I want them to have every confidence that when I say something's gonna happen, it's going to happen. So I'm showing them, here's five things, I'm gonna do all of these, and I'm gonna have each of them happen exactly like I told them it was gonna happen before I see them, okay? So if we zoom out and we look at your sales funnel, why couldn't we have little interactions like this built into every phase of it. So a sales funnel could be something that's really simple or you can make it really complicated with all different classifications and you know zones that people can go in and out of. If we if we look just at the the part of the transaction where someone's actually choosing to hire us for their their to be their agent, well, usually it's going to look something like this. You'll have leads. Leads are going to be people who are moving, I, I like in the next year. I took in people who are longer, but I don't wanna put them on a board anywhere. I'm not gonna be counting them. They just, they're in my database, I have a call assigned, they get some marketing, that kind of thing. So I have my leads. Leads to me 
our one year clear plan to move and we're in conversations. After leads, I put people into qualified and qualified for me is gonna be someone who is likely to transact in the next 90 days. And they have, I have all their communication, like all of their contact details. I ha they have very clear motivation and they consider working with me. They don't have to promise, but they just said, you know, well, yeah, we'd consider it. I, I don't mind if someone is considering other competitors, but if someone says flat out, they never hire me because their wife's a realtor, I'm probably just gonna say, well, best of luck to you. And I'm gonna spend my time on other people. It's qualified. After qualified, we have appointment set. Appointment is, that's when someone has agreed to meet you, you've set a time and they've confirmed it with you. Then we have appointment met. This is for people who did not sign and I've been in their house and we sat in their living room and maybe I've got to come back, maybe I screwed up and I don't, but regardless, they're, they're not quite ready yet and we didn't decide to get together, but we have met. And then we typically will have either won or lost. So here's the cool thing. We go through these phases with people and over the years, realtors have really struggled with how to keep track of all this stuff. You walk into a real estate office, I guarantee there's gonna be some old school agent who's gonna have different colored, um, what's it called, post-it notes sprinkled all over their, their wall. And they're gonna have phases. They might have a calendar. I see that too. They'll have a calendar and they'll move the post-it notes around the calendar. We're trying to keep track because if we wanna do a lot of business in real estate, we gotta keep track of a lot of people. The average realtor who wants to write 30, 40 deals a year is probably dealing with two, 300 clients at any given time that are in various stages of follow-up and nurturing and, and the funnel. So it's more than our brain can compute. We need something to keep track. And then what happened about a decade ago is a company called Trello took this old concept that was actually invented by a, a, a manufacturer and a manager of manufacturing at Toyota called a Kanban board. So this is an old concept, but they made it modern and they put it on the web. And what a Kanban board is, is it's a project management tool where you can move different projects through different phases. So we have different phases. They might be, you know, design, testing, uh, prototype and production for a, a car manufacturer. And what happened was Trello took this about a decade ago and they said, man, how come this is not on the, on, online somewhere? This would be such a great collaborative tool for a team. You'd be able to see all of the various projects you have and what phase they're at. And so they launched and almost immediately salespeople from every industry were like, oh my God, this is perfect. I can move my clients from potential to uh, appointment or discovery booked to, um, to uh, negotiations, to presentations, and I can just move them through this and I can see at any given time how many deals I have where I could assign values to them and know how much I have in my pipeline in terms of potential. And right now, I mean, you, you could have jumped in with Trello years ago, but now almost every reputable database software used in real estate or otherwise has a version of this built in. And, and the call it anything, you know, it could be sales funnel in one, it could be pipeline, it could be deals, but the concept's very similar. It's, it's taking people from one stage to another. It creates a great visual. It's really simple to work. You can grab your deals and you can move them from one phase to the next. You can have multiple deals for one client if they own multiple properties. And what it does is it, it makes it just so simple to manage. Here's the cool thing. And this is where I promised that 
I was going to talk about automations today, you can create automations that are associated with every stage in your conversion process. So imagine that you have lead, qualified, appointment booked, appointment met, and then one, and then, and then too bad, so sad, lost, right? Well, you can have a campaign of automations that's built with every one of these. So when someone's a lead, they're within a year of doing a transaction. Well, you could create a number of automations that are designed to educate them. So they're gonna be getting your monthly newsletter, they'll get the invites to your whatevers, they're gonna get all the stuff that everyone gets. But if they're planning to downsize, well, you could send them information on consolidating their things or how to declutter or how to help your kids move out. If they're planning to upgrade, you could talk about the market and what's going on with upgraders and what kind of inventory you're seeing. If they're planning to buy their first home, you could educate them on the process and what they need to know. If you have someone who you've qualified, now they're within three months, they're starting to make decisions. Usually at this point, they're starting to think, well, crap, I don't want to do all this. I need to hire someone who can guide me through the process. So if you have someone who's in this phase, well, I think testimonials are a no-brainer. I'd want to be sending a whole bunch of testimonials. You could update them on neighborhood information. You could set reminders for yourself to text them updates on their neighborhood. How about offering them a CMA? You could do a virtual CMA. Hey, by the way, would you like to see solds from your community? I could send you a report. How many bedrooms do you have? And the majority of this can just be automated. It can go out without your help, or it can prompt you to send a pre-written email that you just would review or make a call or something like that. So you can build so much into this. And uh, you know, next step, you book the appointment, Yahoo. I'm, I'm gonna wanna send a, an appointment reminder, just like I would normally. I would probably also like the pre-list to go out automatically. There's all kinds of integrations you can have where a physical package could be printed and sent out. That's not impossible. How about a, a second appointment reminder? So I send the confirmation, I send a reminder, you know, maybe two days later, by the way, don't forget, we've got an appointment coming up. Call me if you have any questions. That reminder to call them, that can get put into my calendar automatically. Testimonial, 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 stats, stats, stats. Just hammer them with we're the best choice you can make. You go on the appointment. Maybe you don't sign them. Well, how about a marketing campaign that's designed to drag them back on side? A little bit more information about you. Some of your recent sold, some statistics from your office, another call, a text, a call, a text. All this stuff can get cooked in. One deals. This could trigger a whole series of automations, welcoming them, I'd send them a gift. You could have your assistant call to introduce themselves. You could give them the phone number for your front desk. You could set a reminder or drive, uh, send them a calendar link that they can use to see all the stuff that's coming up with your listing. There are so many cool things that you could do. So here's the deal. You look at this and you might say, Sean, what are you insane? I like barely even have an assistant working for me. How on earth do you think I'm gonna to manage to create all of this? Well, here's the deal. Remember I was talking about the constant never-ending cycle of improvements where you're just looking for little ways to get better. Well, if you go back over the past four episodes, that's what this is all about. I'm not expecting that you're gonna be, you know, perfect in every way right out the gate, but what if you just said, hey, you know what? This is the high octane part of my client's experience. This is where I'm either, you're with me or, or you're going some other direction and you're part of my, my past as opposed to my future. And I'm, you make it your mission to get really, really good at this. You don't need everything at once, but you could start with just a few things. What about that segment between appointment booked and appointment attended? 
that would be a pretty smart place to start because if you could add some really great marketing and automations and thoughtful touches into that segment, there's no way it's going to hurt you. The appointment met to uh, deal won or lost. Well, if you didn't sign them the first time, chances are that's a really important decision-making moment for them. So maybe, just maybe, it would make sense to give them a little extra love. You can automate this and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be ornate. You don't have to do the 20 touches I just talked about, but you could put a couple things in at a time. Start with a really great pre-list. If you don't have one, go buy one on Canva. There's a million people selling these things for 20, 30 bucks and they're gorgeous. Okay, so go buy a pre-list, put something together, make it a little bit better over time, improve it. Shoot a video explaining how excited you are to work with your clients. Have some testimonials, drip this stuff out throughout the year, but then also send it again when they book an appointment with you because chances are they didn't watch your testimonial the first time. You can reuse a lot of the stuff that you've already put effort into in the past on new clients because they didn't see it the last time you sent it out. Over time, you'll be amazed what you can create if you just constantly are finding little ways to get better in every way. And I know that if you take the time slowly to implement and improve, you'll be amazed the difference that'll make and your clients deserve it as well. I hope that you enjoyed this series as much as I did. I, I just find this aspect of the business so exciting and it's so cool to think that you can create something that serves you that you can use that's evergreen, that over time will pay back in dividends and dividends, not just to you, but your team as you grow in your efforts and you bring more people in around you. I'm always excited to share and I'm more than anything always grateful for the time that you spend listening and I'm looking forward to our next episode and thanks for listening.